All right, before we get started, a big thanks to Everance Financial for supporting the Morning Agenda. It empowers members to align their investments with their faith and values. You can find out more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA, and SIPC. A bit of worry over high turnover among Pennsylvania's election workers. And hear a conversation over the effects of climate change in one Harrisburg neighborhood. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Tuesday, February 27th. The Morning Agenda is officially a year old. It launched a year ago today. But I'll have more on that later. This is being recorded at 6.35 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. Election workers are aiming to ensure a safe and secure primary that is now less than two months away. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports Pennsylvania Secretary of State Al Schmidt worries most about the high turnover among their ranks. Schmidt says turnover can increase the possibility of errors. When newer election administrators, and I was one for 10 years, are brought in, they're more likely to make errors in conducting. They're very complicated and very important and highly scrutinized responsibilities. To alleviate those problems, the Department of State hired a team headed by a former elections manager to help train counties. Schmidt is also addressing concerns over voting by mail. He says the department has simplified the process in ways such as color-coding certain envelopes. Schmidt also points out there's a verifiable paper ballot record of every vote that's cast to prevent people from submitting multiple ballots. State lawmakers are once again introducing legislation to reform the Commonwealth's campaign finance law. There are two bills, one in the House, the other in the Senate. Senate Minority Leader Jay Costa of Allegheny County says these are the types of contributions that hurt the electoral process. And I think it really uh, impacts folks' ability to participate in the electoral process. And it's just it's frustrating to a lot of people. And I just think the influence of money uh, changes the way our elections are held. The House proposal, by the way, is being introduced by Democratic Representative Joe Webster of Montgomery County. Now, the fate of those measures is uncertain in the GOP-controlled Senate, but Webster is hopeful they'll reach the governor's desk quickly. A former Lebanon County man is headed to federal prison for his role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. My colleague Randy Parker reports Cameron Hess, who now lives in Lancaster County, pleaded guilty to felony civil disorder for impeding law enforcement officers. Federal Judge Royce C. Lamberth sentenced Hess to nine months in federal prison and three years of supervised release. He must also pay $2,000 in restitution. The maximum punishment Hess could have received is five years in prison and $250,000 in fines. Hess is shown in court documents assaulting police as they tried to clear rioters from the Capitol Rotunda. The mid-state man is the 72nd Pennsylvanian to enter a guilty plea or be convicted at trial for criminal charges related to the January 6th riot. The attack was part of an effort to keep former President Donald Trump in power, even though he lost the 2020 election. And exposure to Agent Orange and its negative effects is one of the lasting impacts of the Vietnam War. Ann Danahy, with our partners WPSU and State College reports, one state representative is introducing legislation to help connect Pennsylvania veterans and their families with their benefits. State Representative Paul Takak, a Democrat from Center County, is prime sponsor of the legislation. We have a growing awareness of some of the harmful effects of 
chemical exposures and other things. And we need to make sure that, that we help veterans and their families get all of the resources that are available to them. There are more than 230,000 Pennsylvania residents who served in the military during the Vietnam era. Now, TACAC says if passed, the proposal will create a task force on Agent Orange to assess how much veterans are aware of the benefits available to them, who's eligible, and what barriers there are to accessing those benefits. The measure does have bipartisan support. Now, we're going to do something a little bit different this morning and share a deeper dive into an issue with you instead of our usual regional roundup. Now, extreme heat and heavy rainstorms are two examples of severe weather that are more common in Pennsylvania because of climate change. And people are already noticing those effects. In Harrisburg's Allison Hill neighborhood, they're seeing old, unmaintained trees threaten homes and property during storms. A loss of other trees is exposing the area to more pollution and heat, and stormwater is washing hillsides away. And people say it can be hard to get city leaders to respond to long-term community needs, especially as administrations change. My colleague Rachel McDevitt spoke with four neighbors involved in their community about these issues and what they hope the city will do. Okay, so to begin, we want to do a quick round of introductions. So please introduce yourself and tell us where you live or what you do. Hello, my name is Claude Phipps. Um, I live in, I guess this is North Allison Hill. I'm on the board of Bellevue Park Association. I'm on the association. I still on the board of many organizations in the city. The, the weather pattern in the last five years has produced a sizable amount of rain and from the stormwater runoff. Uh, it was to the point where if you had a surfboard, you could surf from the upper part of Market Street down to Cameron Street. The issue became to the point where the winds came through and damaged property. I had neighbors who had their backs of their houses caved in because of, st- because of trees collapsing on their property, collapsing on their cars. Okay, my name is Shirley Blanton. I'm with the uh, Allison Hill Residence, Residence Association. I live in the 1500 block of Berry Hill. Our trees are so old, and we did have a storm last summer, and we had two on my block mm-hmm. that went down and almost went into somebody's house. And that's the only, uh, yeah, um, we need the trees, and I understand that, but we need a way to maintenance whatever we do replant because... Uh, some of those trees, one one good storm, it's going to be in your house. Oh, hi. Well, my name is Loretta Barbie Dare, and I know all of these wonderful neighbors <laughs> here in Harrisburg that are next to me. I'd like to speak about a small little section that's in my neighborhood. Um, I live in Summit Terrace. I guess I've lived there almost 40 years, and since I've lived there, there was always this big green space that was there, fruit trees, um, different types of hardwoods and softwoods, some catalpas. And um, recently, oh, just a few years ago, um, the trees were cut down. I've noticed since the trees were gone, um, it, it's just drier. It just seemed like that canopy of trees that used to be there kept that area cooler kept it a little drier, kept a, I mean, it's, it, we are in the city, so yeah, you're going to have exhaust and dust, but it seemed like it was there as our little buffer. Okay, my name is Ron Johnson. Um, I've been the chair of the Neighborhood Square Watch Group for almost 20 years. Um, I'm also considered 
the sickle cell ambassador of South Central Pennsylvania. I can say because of me dealing with sickle cell disease, mm-hmm. the poor blood, and I know that with the, and I'm talking about current, you know, all out throughout South Central Pennsylvania, we've had more clients because of the t- too much heat. And, you know, we're not allowed to be out in the sun because of the type of medications that we have to take. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, appear of us getting dehydrated or if we get the days and days on top of days of rain, you know, most of us don't do anything but just lay, you know, because we're in so so much pain that it just hurts to move. Mm-hmm. And the summers, that, the summers that we've had, you can stand on the sidewalk and actually see the, the heat just yes. rising up yes. and... You know, this isn't the tropics, and we're not the Florida, but, I mean, when it gets 90 degrees, you can actually see it coming mm-hmm. up. What happened to our Tree City USA designation in Harrisburg? I don't know. Had? I, know there for a while. I know that the arborists had said at one point that a lot of trees that were planted back then weren't for this climate. Right, mm-hmm. And yeah. a lot of the roots from the trees were mm-hmm. destroying properties left and right. Yeah, they're coming up you through know, the sidewalks yeah. and everything. Taking, so, or they're taking the utility lines underneath ground. Yeah, yeah, and, and then soon as we'd get a hard rain or something, they would be easily to come up and do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, eight years ago, we had a whole side of a mountain collapse and took businesses out. Mm-hmm. And, and I look yeah. at, and I'm looking at Sylvan Terrace, I look at that mm-hmm. as the stormwater runoffs, as the climate change, stormwater runoff, mm-hmm. heavy rains. Mm-hmm. It washes all of that stuff down where you used to have a backyard, now you have a half of a backyard. <laughs> and mm-hmm. there were areas that I, you know, again, as a kid, we looked at. Yeah. You know, you, in Harrisburg, you, it was, a, it was a sense of pride because they were beautiful. They overlooked the, the downtown. They mm-hmm. overlooked the state capitol, and you would, you know, you would want to be in that area. But again, because of climate change and the severity of climate change, mm-hmm. our terraces are collapsing. That's the thing that you know, water will take the path of least resistance. That's why when they build over Camera Street, they wonder why it still floods when it rains. <laughs> Built. Over Paxton Creek. Creek. That's right. Yes. Harrisburg over Paxton Creek, yes. It would be great if we had a community of people that could get together right now and start envisioning what's this going to look like in another 50 years. Right. Yes. You know, it may not even last 100 years. We paid a lot of money for surveys and things like that. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's, uh, they have them. And then five years later, nothing's happened and mm-hmm. things have changed. Administration mm-hmm. changes and yeah. nothing mm-hmm. gets done. It's really frustrating. I think the other part of that, too, is engaging the residents of Harrisburg. Yes. Because they've been disappointed so much yes. by going to mm-hmm. the city leadership, elected leadership, who was supposed to have, be our voice. But they go on around us and not listen to us. You know, and I often tell my community too, y'all paying a lot of money to live here. Yeah, Don't you think you deserve to live a lot better? You know, we did away with things that could have basically assist us and mitigate some of the storms that are coming through. Okay? Mm-hmm. We got rid of them. You mean like we, the trees? Yes, we were short-sighted. Our short-sightedness yeah. is basically causing us to experience the more severe, the, the severe portions of I'm sure this is not going to help the entire city of Harrisburg to, um, you know, to turn over and start Mm -hmm. doing more things that are concerned about the environment and climate change. Mm -hmm. But we can do things in our own neighborhood where where you're at. And you've been in in South Allison Hill just, you know, chanting for everyone. And I think that spirit of you haven't given up, so you can't afford Mm -mm. to give up. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. 
should, is what I'm going to be taking away. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. Now, you just heard from Claude Phipps, Shirley Blanton, Loretta Barbie Dare, and Ron Johnson, four neighbors in Harrisburg's Allison Hill. They recently spoke with my colleague Rachel McDevitt during a WITF listening session. The conversation is part of Climate Solutions. It's a collaboration of central Pennsylvania news organizations, universities, and a theater group whose funding partner is Solutions Journalism Network. The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on WITF's YouTube channel, which you can subscribe to. You can also find us on the NPR app. Be sure to check out our monthly Spotify playlist, which includes each and every song of the day I choose every morning I come into work. It's called the Morning Agenda Song of the Day, February 2024. And this one today is The Walls Came Down from The Call, going back to the 80s. I know it's a long time ago for some of you, but man, what a song. Now, today's kind of a big day for us. The Morning Agenda has made its first trip around the sun. We officially launched a year ago on February 27th, 2023. Now, you've played a big role in helping our little podcast grow, and we hope it's become essential listening for you. When we first kicked around this idea, we realized your listening habits or news-gathering habits have changed over the years as technology has changed. So we try to provide you with an easy way to stay informed, a news podcast that you can listen to whenever you want. I hope we help keep you up to date with what's happening across central Pennsylvania and provide a smile or two every day. I certainly appreciate you checking out my song of the day, but most importantly, I'm honored you choose to listen to us on a daily basis with all those other choices out there. As you know, our only agenda is you. Thanks for making one year possible. A big thanks to Everance Financial for supporting the Morning Agenda, empowering members to align their investments with their faith and values. You can learn more at everance.com slash centralpen. Securities offered through Concourse Financial Group Securities, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. And that is going to do it for the Morning Agenda, a daily news podcast from WITF where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. And every day, I always appreciate your company. Be well, enjoy the rest of this day, and we'll talk again tomorrow.